Chapter 24 Colt climbed to his hands and knees. His nose was broken. There was blood all over his face and in his eyes. He was still holding his gun by the barrel. Bobby grabbed him by the back of his collar and punched him in the neck and ear. Bobby was wheezing like a pig on its side. Colt spun around and drove the butt end of his gun directly into Bobby's temple. The wheezing sound immediately stopped. The air blowing from a box fan brought a chill to Colt's face. Then the room came back into focus. First it was purple, then white, then black. He looked at Axel Rose. Becca was standing on her bed, staring down at him, petrified. Bobby lay broken at his feet, motionless. Colt sucked in a mouthful of blood and spat on his head. The big lump gave no reaction. He might have been dead. Colt threw his gun onto the bed at Becca's feet. He unlocked the door and kicked it open. Then he grabbed him by the armpits and drug him out into the hallway. All the boys were still standing there in line. Colt dropped Bobby in front of the biggest one and stared at him. The boy was holding an ice pick. It was filed to a crooked tip and made almost entirely of rust. The boy next to him was tying together a plastic grocery sack of loose batteries, pulling one knot over the next with a snap and grinning like a snake. There were fifteen of them now. Colt counted each one with a pointed finger like a schoolteacher taking roll, announcing the numbers as he worked his way down the hall. Fifteen, he said lastly, pointing at the one in front of him. The boy with the bag of batteries laughed, spinning his bag and speaking like he was the one who did all the talking. Looks like you know how to count, he said. Colt just stared at him. Then he backed into the bedroom and slammed the door shut. Becca was sitting on the edge of the bed, cradling his gun in her lap and dropping a few flakes of food into a fish tank. Colt leaned against a wall and wiped his nose with his sleeve. Becca didn't look up, barely noticing he had returned. I thought you said you weren't a hooker, he said, looking at the floor. She tapped the glass and watched a fish swim around. I'm not, she replied. I don't make any of them pay me. Colt nodded his head. He had nothing left to say. She tapped at the tank again, smiled at the fish, ignoring him as though he'd already left the room. He watched her a moment and frowned. Then he lifted his shoulder from the wall and walked over to the door and pulled it open. He looked back at her a final time, but stepped out into the hall and shut the door behind him. He kicked one of Bobby's limp arms out of his path and walked past the row of boys, holding his bloodied nose. As he reached the turn in the hall, he heard the bedroom door softly open and Becca's voice invite a few of the boys inside. The hallways seemed brighter than before. Colt fumbled along using the walls to balance himself. After a few sets of stairs, he reached the room with the refrigerator. It was lit up by a broken and dangling light fixture ripped down from the ceiling. There were a few cat litter boxes pushed in a corner, and the ground was dark green cement. He was in a basement. He opened the fridge, fished around in it, 
and pulled out a bottle of Miller Lite from under a bag of moldy lettuce. The beer was cold. He cracked it open and tossed the cap into one of the litter boxes. Then he sat down against a wall and stared at the floor, holding the bottle between his knees. Thank you.